Hello and welcome to the Three and a Half Guys. I am Alec Rapp and with me as always is Miles Metter and Alex Schmidt. Joining us tonight is UNP men's basketball forward Thomas Bell. Thomas, how are you doing tonight? Good, how are y'all, man? Thanks for having me. Yeah, no problem. So uh, I want to start off with your time in junior college. So you spent two years in, uh, you were at Penn Valley and then you were at Kaskaskia. So what what did those two years teach you and what did they do to help you grow as a player to where you improved your game from then to now in D1? Uh, you know, you know, it, it uh, kept me grounded. Uh, it taught me a lot. You know, it, uh, it taught me how to be a man. Uh, you know, I grew a lot coming from the JUCO. As you know, those times, you know, they were pretty rough. So, I mean, you just had to do a lot on your own. Uh, you know, but, I, you know, I just try to persevere. Uh, but, you know, they just taught me how to, you know, stay strong, you know, just keep going, you know, keep pushing, uh, keep working on your game. Uh, you know, you know, and it's going to pay off at the end. So, you know, it just taught me a lot. And, you know, I just grew up, you know, coming from, know, from two different Jugos like that. You know, um, coming out of Kaskasia after your final year there, you had interest from Pacific, Loyola Marymount, Alcorn State schools like that. You know, what put UNT in the spotlight in Coach Mack's program over the rest? Uh, well, it's, it's funny because, you know, we were – my family was moving to Texas, uh, and my mom is just, she was just trying to get away from the East St. Louis area because it was getting pretty bad. So uh, and we were supposed to move to Texas probably like last year. And we're, we're like, we're just now like, you know, getting settled in because we're in our new house right now. So, I mean, UNT was just really, you know, a blessing because uh, I, I needed, like, I wanted to Texas school because I wanted to be close to home. And uh, I don't want to be, you know, too far away from moms because we have uh, my, you know, my granny, she's, you know, of age. She has Alzheimer's and uh, arthritis. So, you know, just to be there to help my mom so I could be close, uh, you know, it was just really a blessing. And then the UNT is a great school. They got a great coaching great coaching staff, you know, uh, great players, a great dinners, a great city. And, uh, you know, and this year, you know, just proved that, you know, because uh, we accomplished some great things this year. So you won a, a regional title in JUCO. What was that feeling of finally winning a title? Some, uh, you know, something I never thought. Well, something I never won, like, you something that big before for a school that I played for. Like, in high school, you know, we went to, you know, we went to the playoff. But uh, we, we won probably districts, but that was it. But, you know, just winning, you know, the region, you know, that was just a pretty big thing. And then the way we did it on, on like, a, a buzzer beater to get to that point uh, when we beat Vincennes, and it was just, uh, it was pretty crazy. And it was a, like a great experience. So, yeah, uh, yeah, it was crazy. I mean, I just, I'm just blessed to be in that position. So moving over, you know, you, you experienced that, that region title. And then you get here to North Texas. And you have this tremendous season the team does. And they win the conference title. So what, you know, what was, is there any difference in, the feeling of winning another title at the D1 level? Uh, yeah, I mean, that's uh, that's just something that's just different, you know. Uh, it's just a different feeling, you know, being at the D1 level, coming from a JUCO, 
I mean, I, I didn't know I didn't know what to say because I always try to put my best foot forward and try to try to uh, help my team win, do anything possible to help my team win. So I mean, it was just I guess it was just meant to be. You know, you know, God blessed me to put me in that position to be you know at UNT and uh, to be able to help my team win. So you know, it was just a blessing. You know, um, walking into the season, you know, obviously you had a great season. You know, what were your goals walking into your first year in North Texas? Uh, just try to uh, try to work work hard. Uh, be the hardest working player. Uh, be a winner. Uh, uh try to try to uh try to do whatever my coach is asking me. Uh, and you know I try to I did I think I did a pretty good job of that this year. You know doing whatever they wanted. Uh, you know I did some good pretty good things this year. So. Uh, I mean, I think I, like for a goal so far, I was just trying to, you know, do the best that I can, you know, at this level and, you know, uh, try to just try to win big things, do big things. So I was just, you know, striving, you know, striving to be great this year. And, you know, next year, the same thing and just be, be even better. So at the beginning of the year, it was a little bit of a struggle getting into the groove. What game or moment did you feel like the team turned the corner to play that championship level? Uh, what game or moment? Uh, I mean, I really don't really. I probably I just don't go off, you know, like like games. You know what what turned the point for me is just my mentality. You know, uh, I keep the same. I try to be a killer, like on basketball wise, on the court. You know, at all times. So it's, it's like it's really up to me. You know. Uh, if I turn like anything around, and uh, so it's just really, really how I could you know change myself because you know you know the game is like ninety percent mental, so I was just trying to you know stay out stay out of my own head, you know it's between like listen to what the coaches want me to do, and do what I know I could do best, and uh, I was just trying to do that and you know just maintain it and do it at a high level at the D one level. So you had mentioned that mental aspect of the game, and that is so important. And one thing that I know a lot of basketball players say is that the the fans can really feed into that mental that mental mindset that they're in. And so you know we're looking at this season with the possibility of having no fans. Um, what what is that going to do to to the team to you? Um, is that going to be something that's going to help you guys? Is that going to be something that's going to hurt you? You know, at the beginning of the season, we really didn't have any fans. Like, uh, the seasons were kind of empty. I remember coming out for warm-ups. I was like, they, they, do they not know we got a game today or something? <laughs> like, uh, but I really never really trip off that. But it was just funny to see how to see. I feel like I was in, back at Juco or something. But, like, it, it was just funny seeing all the seats empty. But, you know, we don't, we don't never let that get to us, you know, as y'all can see. You know, we, we just going to go do our thing and hoop. And uh, it's it's sad if we don't have fans this year because we want to have some pretty you know sold out packed games. So, but uh, you know we just gonna we just gonna do what we do. Uh, we know we got we know we got a lot of attention coming up and a lot of fans you know that's gonna be on the lookout for us. So I mean we just gonna keep keep hooping you know keep putting our best foot forward. You know um obviously we've been in shutdown for about four months now um. How have you been staying active mentally and physically during the lockdown? Uh, 
Well, I've been with Jalen Jackson, you know, one of the uh, the newcomers last year as a freshman. Uh, so I've been with him in, in his uh, hard work. You know, his dad runs his San Antonio hard work, the AAU uh, program. And they got great, great, uh, great exercises. Uh, we had a little uh, facility, the basketball facility where we were working. We were running hills. Uh, we were lifting. So, I mean, I was just, I'm just, you know, and then move, me moved to San Antonio, put me, even put me in that position, you know, to be even closer. Because I'm like 25 minutes away from where he lives. So it's not that far. You know, we worked out probably Monday through Monday through Friday. And then we had a recovery Saturday and we just, we just take off on Sunday. So, you know, it really hasn't stopped. So, you know, now the season's already, I'm ready. So basically, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm good. I've been, I've been in good shape and eating good as well, living with my mom. So she's been cooking up. So, yeah, I've been eating good. So what player or foreign player or anybody like that that you try to model your game after? Uh, you look up to? Yeah, I always been uh, a LeBron fan, but you know I don't try to try to mock the things you do, like you know, athletically, you know, physically. But I just try to see uh, see what he sees from a you know vision standpoint and a mental, because he really thinks the game, and that's why I like I really love that about him, and I always watch that because I watched him probably since I was 10, 10, 12 years old, probably. So I've been watching for a while, you know. I just try to, you know, take what he does, you know, from a, a visual standpoint, uh, and try to put that add that to my game and see see the reads that he uh, sees, and and now I add that to my game. So you had mentioned San Antonio just just a few minutes ago, and uh, the two big games that you had this past year, in my eyes, um, and one of those was a double double against UTSA. And then the other one was your 20-point performance against Western Kentucky to win the conference title. So was there was there something different? Did you feel something different going into that into those games? Like you know, I'm gonna you know perform really well this game. Did you you know? Of course, Western Kentucky, you're gonna have uh, some jitters possibly because of the conference title being on the line. But just what was the mentality going into those games? Uh, I mean, I was, you know, really, I was trying to be, you know, aggressive uh, and not too passive, but, you know, just still doing what, you know, with the coaches, what I've been doing all year. But uh, I, I, hit, I hit some shots that game. Uh, I had, I still missed a lot of open shots, but, you know, I, I hit some, uh, I hit some open shots still because uh, I was working all season on my jumper. Uh, I was, re, you know, I rebounded. So I was basically just doing, you know, the same thing. But you know, you know, coming in like mentally, uh, you know, it was just to win. Uh, you know, anything, anything it takes, you know, whatever it takes to win the game, because you know that's a big, that's big, you know, especially for a UNT. Because uh, I'm not sure the last time. I think it was probably 2010 or 20 was it the last time they won the conference final? Yeah. So you know, that's big for the school. You know, bringing some more attention to the school. But you know, it's a real, it's a really great school. So uh, I mean, just anything to win uh, for you know for that game. You know, I was blessed you know to have a, you know a great one that day. You know, um, obviously North Texas played a pretty pretty challenging schedule last year, and we're expecting another really challenging schedule this year. But um, you guys played at Arkansas, VCU, Dayton. You know, what was you say was the craziest atmosphere that you played in this year? Uh, I want to say VCU. 
because I remember when we first walked through the tunnels, we were booing, and I loved that. <laughs> we were getting booed out, like, yeah, I loved that. Because, uh, uh, you know, I ain't never been, like, in that type of atmosphere. You know, that was brand new. And I think that was, that was like, our first, like, big road game. Or that might have been our first road game. But, yeah, that, that atmosphere was crazy. I love I loved playing at VCU when we were there. Uh, you know, the fans, fans were great. They really supported VCU. Uh, and we, we also could have won that game, too. But, you know, we weren't, you know, you know, together as we were at the end of the season. But, you know, uh, that was probably – Probably between them and probably between them and Dayton, but definitely VCU. Do you have a favorite player moment from last year that you did? Uh, that I did. Mm. Or from the team, it doesn't. One of those two. Oh, probably. Uh, probably JVI's game winner against LaTeX. Definitely that, because, you know, that game was kind of, it was kind of like sluggish. And, you know, we were going back and forth. We were up in the first half, and then the second half, we were, you know, they were battling back and going back and forth with them. And, you know, it was really tight. And uh, Jamal, he always tells me, like, uh, I think I inbounded him the ball. Like, he was talking about, like, TB, watch this. I was like, all right. He's like, he's like TB, I got this. Watch this. I was like, all right, man. I'll just be like, all right. Cause, I mean, I mean, he's he a buggy. He's a buggy. So. You know, I be I just believe him, and you know he pulled through. So a few months ago, we had the opportunity to interview your teammate Zach Simmons, and one question that we asked him, and I'm going to ask you the same thing, was what his first impression of Coach Mack was. And you know, for him, it was really this guy's coaching us. You know, this this short guy, <laughs> Simmons is six ten. But yeah. um, so, what what was your first impression of Coach Mack? Uh, I mean, he, he's a re- real solid coach, you know. I mean, he's definitely, you know, coaches, they show you two personalities when you, when you first meet them. They'll show you the other the other side when you're on the court. But, you know, the, Coach Mack, he's a, you know, he's a cool guy, uh, stand-up guy, you know. But, yeah, Coach Mack, he's, he's a cool coach, man. You know, coming from, you know, he came from a Juco, winning that Juco, coming from Baylor, being, being an underdog. So uh, you know he knows what that life like, and so you know he can relate to a lot of us JUCO guys. You know that's why he gets JUCO guys because you know he relates to us JUCO guys, and uh, so he, he knows what that life like. Yeah, you know JUCO guys are dogs. So that, I mean, can I say? You know you had a lot of crazy highlights this year, but mainly on the um, dunking end. You know what would you say was your favorite dunk that you did this year? Mm. Uh, my favorite dunk, probably, what was that one at, uh, UAB probably? Yeah, I like, uh, yeah, I had to reach back for that one, so yeah, that was pretty cool, because I didn't think, I, re- I didn't even, I don't think I looked at the ball, I just put my arm out there, and, you know, I kind of cocked it back, so I was just, Mo, Mo threw me, a, you know, a good lob where I had to go get it. So those are the best lives with the ones, you know, you don't know what's going to happen. You just, you know, jump, you know, hope for the best. Who was the toughest player you had to face against last year? Uh, the toughest player? Uh, no, as a team, because I don't think, you know, I didn't, uh, you know, I didn't, you know, really stress over, you know, I didn't really have any 
any troubles. But you know, as a team, uh, defensively, probably uh, kid from uh, I can't think of his name right now, but the kid from definitely uh, the kid from UTSA. Um, I forget his name. Davion Jackson, that's his name. Yeah, he he was tough. He was he hit. He's a pro, but definitely a pro, but he's some tough shots uh, with hands in his face. I remember uh, Z was fake. Like Z literally had his hand in his face. He gave him like a couple jabs. He pulled. He was from deep two, five, and thirty. Pulled up in his face. Nothing but net. I was like, okay, it's gonna be that type of game. <laughs> oh, yeah, he's definitely probably you know you know as a team defensively, he's probably definitely one of the toughest uh, players we had to guard. So of course you know you guys won the conference championship, and there's, there's one play that I want to focus on in that game, and it's it's that moment right at the end. What's going through your mind as Tavion Hollingsworth goes to the line to shoot two free throws? He ends up missing both of them. But prior to that, what what is going through your mind? I wasn't really like I wasn't thinking nothing, but just nothing but him. I hope he missed these free throws, like. That's the only thing I could think of at that moment. Because, you know, pressure, pressure busts pipes. You know, everybody not, you know, not ready for it. So, I mean, thankfully, you know, he missed he missed both of them. Because I was expecting him at least hit one. He missed both of them. So, you know, none, none but God. God's will right there. So, Obviously, we have five really talented recruits coming in this year. Who would you say is the recruit that you're most excited to play alongside or just to see play this year? Uh, you know, I think all that guys. I'm ready to see all of them because uh, you know, I like Jerry's, Kale, Ruben, Abu, Terrence. Uh, good rebounder, Juco dog. Jerry's is a bucket. Kale, he's gonna dunk on you. Ruben, he can shoot. You know, Abu can rebound. Uh, so I'm excited to see how they play. You know, once we, you know, once we finally get over, you know, this Corona ends. You know, I'm excited to see all those guys. You know, play. So I know, so I know, uh, I know that they can play and they're talented. So I'm ready to see all of them. So how do you feel like you you get improved in your game during the season and then going into this season? Uh, probably you know from you know confidence mentality. You know I'm comfortable you know with the offense. You know max runs, and you know just be able to just play you know my game. Or, you know, just being more kind of more aggressive, you know, attacking the basket, being comfortable, uh, you know, shooting. Uh, but, you know, I prove I'm definitely working on my shot. My shot is coming along well. I'm going, you know, he's going to be a key part, you know, to the offense, you know, me hitting, me hitting some shots. And I know that. So, uh, you know, just working on that, you know, uh, always working on my, my ball handling, passing, you know, I watch a lot of film. Uh, so, Seeing you know uh, different ways, uh, different ways to attack from a point of view. Uh, so, uh, you know, uh, for next year, you know, I'm prepared to you know to see you know any team throws at us, and uh, I can be ready and just not learn on the fly. So there are three pretty big games that are coming up this season, and I wanna I wanna get your take on you know which one you're most excited for. You have Wichita State. You have LSU, and then you have, it was just confirmed today, the Oklahoma State game. That's going to be held in the DFW area. So which of those really sticks out to you? Uh, it sticks out. I mean, you know, for me, you know, all of them sticks out. 
you know, because I watched I watched them on TV when I was you know younger, like big you know big teams like that, you know, Oklahoma State, LSU, Wichita State. Uh, you know, all of them. So I'm ready to play. You know, every game because you know those games we won last year. You know, once the season's still picking up, you know, we want you like we want some big games, and you know, you know, we got what we asked for. You know, we just got to deliver for uh, the city of Denton and uh, UNT. Who would you say is the funniest guy in the locker room? <laughs> uh, in the locker room, I would say Reese. Javion is funny too, and and definitely Abdul. Abdul is just clumsy and goofy though. Like we we got plenty of nicknames for Abdul. Like we call him Dual, Doofy, Dooney, Dookie. <laughs> We just we just throw any name at but uh, yeah, we got we got a lot of funny guys in the locker room because everybody everybody has something that just they do that's just funny. So, do you have any like pregame routines or game day superstitions that you do before? Uh, you know, I, I you know I pray for every game. I just listen to music, but you know, nothing too crazy. You know, I just probably just get in the good zone, get in the good mood, listen to some uh, music, but nothing, no, nothing too crazy. I just try to get my mind right, basically. Get ready to be, you know, attack, be physical. Something that make me just throw my body around or something. So you had mentioned earlier that, you know, last season early in the year, you, you came out and you're like, do they know we're having a game today? So do you have a message to the fans? Of course, you're going to have more fans this season coming off a conference title. But, you know, the the pit has not been packed in quite some time. I think it might have been the 70s or 80s the last time it was packed. So do you have a message to fans, you know, to encourage them to come out and watch us? Message to the fans, you know, we ended out the season right. So, you know, why not? You know, we won a conference championship. We got the player of the year on our team. Uh, we got we got guys that's going to dunk the ball. We got shooters. So, we're going to put it on the show for it, and we're going to play great defense. So, you know, why not come see the show? What would you say are your personal goals walking into this season and the team goals? Uh, personal goals, uh, first – you know, for me to, uh, you know, just do, you know, do the same stuff I did last year, you know, rebounding, you know, help my team win, uh, uh, you know, helping the, you know, picking up in the areas where my team lacks at, uh, you know, just try to help in those departments. Uh, uh, for the team goals, uh, obviously, you know, win another conference championship, uh, get to the tournament. Uh, Lead, lead the league in, in rebounding, you know, steals, uh, definitely charges. Uh, and, you know, just try to lead, lead like, be in the top ten, you know, the top five categories of, you know, that just help, you know, help in the departments of winning. So, y'all flew charter last year to FIU. What was that like compared to your usual flights to other schools? Uh, you know, it was definitely di different. Uh, something we never did before. Uh, something I never did before. 
So it was it was really crazy. You know, we were you know we were uh, on, on on Snapchat. You know, taking videos. Uh, it was fun. You know, everybody's having fun with it. And you know, it's a blessing coming. You know, coming from uh, where I come from, but you go to that. You know, being on being on a charter flight. So you know, it was pretty cool. So we're going to switch over here to some uh, fun questions. So you're you're from the uh, the eastern or the uh, middle part of the country, and if I'm not mistaken, there are not Whataburgers or In and Out there. So is there a preference that you have between those two, or is there another burger place uh, in Texas that stands out? Uh, honestly. I mean, I I was eating Whataburger heavy. I had in and out one time. It was trash. Whataburger, it's it's cool. You know, I get the I I usually get the honey butter chicken sandwich when I go in, but uh, I try to stay stay away from that stuff. Now, like I haven't had Whataburger probably in some months, so I try to you know you know fix my diet now. But you know, as other burger places. Uh, actually, my mom's husband. She he went he went back to East St. Louis to get some more stuff for the house. So that's like a you know uh, probably a nine hour drive or a thirteen hour drive. And he picked up some White Castle, and I'm pretty sure people have I don't know if y'all heard of that, but White Castle great. Yeah, so you had some uh new sliders and uh, them always good. So yeah, he picked them up. I've had them probably like a year or so. So I just snuck them in today. You got a little crave case, so they were pretty good. What would you say is your favorite basketball movie and why? Uh, basketball. Uh, I don't know why we get the movie, but the movie with Ray Allen and Denzel Washington. What's the movie called? Uh, oh. <laughs> is it Shuttle's work? No, that's it's not. He got game. He got game. He got game. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah that's like, that's my favorite movie. I just like uh, Ray Allen. Ray Allen was just too smooth in that movie. He's just a smooth person, but and this uh, Washington played a great role in that movie. And uh, you know, I just think it was just about, you know, not letting, you know, people get in, get in your ear, try to fear with salt and just try to take advantage of you and doing what you want to do and do what's best for your situation at the time. So, you know, it's it's real inspirational and you can learn something from it. Do you have a favorite spot to go to in Denton? Uh, like food wise, or just 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 any anything like that. Um, favorite spot. <laughs> no, nah, no, no, no. I really like. I really just probably the gym. It's my favorite spot. You mentioned earlier that you're a big LeBron fan, and every basketball, every sports analyst has, you know, this debate. So LeBron James or Michael Jordan, who is the greatest of all time and why? <laughs> you know I'm not gonna answer that man. They both great. You know they both great at what they do. Uh Jordan great he's a great winner. LeBron is a great winner. They both do they both did did the team, you know, did things for what they team needs. So, you know, they let the team uh, you know, in almost every category, but Jordan, he was just Jordan was a killer, LeBron's a killer, but you really just can't, you know, differentiate them because you know they were both, you know, both winners and dominated, you know, at the sport. You know, LeBron's on top of the game at age 36, 
just how Jordan was. So, you know, they're both dominating the game. You can't you can't really, you know, separate them. You know, um, obviously most North Texas fans know Coach Ream. You know, how hard was it to not just have the media's eyes on you, but have Coach Ream's camera on you? He, he should work for TMZ, man. I see it all. <laughs> he, he, he always got a camera out or something. But, you know, that's what he gets. That's what he gets paid to do. You know, just record it. <laughs> you know, I love, I love Coach Ream. You know, he's a good guy. Uh, you know, he gives us, you know, some inspirational uh, messages, talks, and you know, all that. You know, he's, he's a good guy. I like Coach Ray. So, what motivated you to keep playing basketball through high school, the JUCO, and to now D1? Uh, you know, I want to, I want my mama, you know, to not, to not work no more. You know, I want my family, you know, to be comfortable for the, for the rest of their life. And, you know, I love basketball, you know. I started out playing football and baseball. Uh, baseball was, I would probably, if my school wasn't so bad at baseball, I'd probably be playing baseball right now. But, you know, I got tired of losing. We probably, it was one year, we probably won one game. And and I was like, I, I ain't doing this. So, I just, I stuck with basketball, and then I just fell in love with basketball. And, you know, and I just wanted to, you know, do anything I could to you know, help take my mama to the top. And, you know. Uh, you know, it's getting to this. We, I'm getting close to the point, so you know, I'm just trying to keep working and get to that point. Well, you've had no shortage of uh, winning in your time in junior college and now in D1. I know we are all super excited to watch you this year. Um, thank you so much for being on. Um, yeah, I, I mean, we we've enjoyed it. We love every chance that we get to talk to players. Um, but yeah, we're definitely excited for this season, and uh, we wish you the best. And we're expecting great things. I right, appreciate y'all. Thank you for having me. All right, that will be it from us here at Three and a Half Guys. Stay tuned later this week for our MLB preview.